not just a belief of mine, it's a real knowing. Knowing that we can take what we love to do, whether it's baking, sewing, painting, whatever lights you up, then we can take that skill and make a great income doing exactly what we love to do. As author of What Should I Be When I Grow Up Now That I'm 40, 50, 60, discovering your core and also your gift is your niche, it has been my life's work to help others, just like you and me, to discover passions, your purpose, powerful messages that you only you have so they can make the difference they were put here to make. Every week I will have deep, rich conversations with real life people that believe just like me. And here's what they believe. When you do what you love in a career, you will never work another day in your life. And this is the way I like to say it. When passion, purpose, and profit collide, that is when you get paid for being you. I'm Patricia Noldrain. Welcome to the podcast, When Passion Meets Profit. Well, welcome back. Now, this is our millennials that are on the move and the millennials that are going to make a difference. And I have one with me today. So you know now this girl is 22 to 39 years old. <laughs> I don't know what she is in between there, but she is a wonderful millennial. And her name is Taylor Gruy. And I really wanted so much to make sure that our audience got to hear her, especially since we do this March on Millennials, because you know what? The millennials are going to change the way we do business. And yay, it's about time. So as you might have noticed on many of my podcasts, I sometimes don't formally introduce people because I really want to listen to their story and hear their story at the same time you are hearing it. And it's kind of fresher that way. And so that's why no introduction really today. But stay tuned to the whole time because you know I'm going to give you golden nuggets that Taylor talked about at the end of this podcast. So Taylor Gruy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Patricia. I had so much fun with you on my podcast, so I'm honestly just honored that you've invited me to be on yours. Well, you're, you are asked because you are such a mover and a shaker and because you're just such a delightful girl. So I just want my audience to meet you. So I ask every guest that's on here, Taylor, this one first question. Mm -hmm. Where were you born and raised and what were you like as a little girl? So I was born and raised in Arizona. I live here now, love this city, moved out for a short amount of time, and just I've always just been drawn back to this place. And as a little girl, I, I was, I'd say the first word that comes to mind is curious. I My mom has told me that I always wanted to understand why. I always said why. There was a point in my time when, in time when my dad told me I wasn't allowed to say why anymore. <laughs> so I started saying why and he would say you're not allowed to say that anymore and I would say I was saying the letter why not the question why <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> finding my way around so talked a lot and I something else that's popping into my head is that my mom said when I was younger my teachers would always comment on the fact that I would ask questions in class to deepen like the rest of the kids understanding like the teachers knew I knew the answer to the questions, but I would ask it because I felt like people needed clarification. <laughs> Is that weird? Like she said, like uh, and now, like back, looking back, I'm like, I totally did that. <laughs> <laughs> no idea why, but I think curious if I had to explain it in one word. And you know, I think 
the reason you're so good at what you do now with podcasting is because that's what interviewing is about, is really understanding how to ask the probing questions and then to listen very seriously to the answer so people feel like they're being heard. Don't you think that's probably oh, why you're 100%. so good? 100%. Now looking back, it makes so much sense that I was drawn to the podcasting platform because it really is born from the the podcast itself. It was, I wanted to share conversations with people. I wanted to share inspiring people that I found inspiring with the people who follow me and trust me. But I'm also, again, just curious and I enjoy getting deeper on people's stories. Mm -hmm. I, I, I enjoy not just the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you know, if you're at dinner with someone, you're like, oh, what do you do for a living? They're like, oh, I do this. It's just kind of like the bite-sized version of their life. I am mm -hmm. so curious about the details. I want to know what happened before you got there. I want to know how you got there. I just, yes, to answer your question, mm -hmm. it's 100% mm -hmm. makes sense that that's why I'm podcasting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel exactly the same way as you. I don't like these just silly little conversations where, you know, what's the weather like, or they, they don't, they bother me actually. So I like to go deeper with people also. And that's really why the next question about your career and your path and your journey, I mean, you're still very young for sure, Taylor, but I know you have a story. And so tell me where your career started and, and how it's blossomed today. So I've always been very entrepreneurial. I've, I've always, I grew up with my family running a Montessori school. So and it was a family business. Everybody was involved. So having my own business was kind of always in my mind that that was going to happen. I knew I didn't want to be a part of the family business, not because I didn't love that business, but I just knew that wasn't my calling. So I went to school and I dabbled in a handful of different businesses. I was in direct sales and network marketing for a little while, I think probably five years. So it started in college and then coming out of school, I was still in direct sales until two or three years out of school and realized that just wasn't really the right fit for me. I always knew I wanted, I knew I still wanted to have my own business, but I never really knew what the business was. And so I kind of had this process in my head where I was just like, okay, let's just figure out, let's go start working in an industry that I know you're interested in. And when the business comes to you, then you'll go and pursue that. Like I was not going to just force myself to run my own business. Mm -hmm. Also, I was kind of burnt out of the businesses I was doing, not working out. And I was just like, okay, I just want to have a job. I just want to work for somebody else and learn and figure out my life. And so I was super drawn to the digital space. I loved social media. I loved the idea of personal branding. I saw it as Someday, if I can, if I share my life on social and build an audience that trusts me and is interested in what I'm doing, then someday when the business comes to me, I will have this already built audience that mm -hmm. could potentially be interested in what I had to share. And so focus on that. And then because that was what I was interested in, I started working in marketing. So I worked for a marketing agency that did marketing for doctor's offices and stuff. I did like blogging stuff for businesses, managing their social media accounts, Facebook ads, stuff like that. And then transitioned into an agency that did more lifestyle stuff. So I was kind of just continuously trying to move in the direction of my interests. Mm -hmm. And so then I ended up with a marketing agency that was doing more kind of what in my mind, more fun clients. So interior designers, like wellness brands, that kind of stuff that transitioned into a 
digital magazine that I basically helped build from the ground up and was basically doing everything forward facing as far as brand and social and digital marketing for that for that magazine. And then at the end of last year, I towards I guess mid 2019, I decided I want to launch a podcast and it felt like this is my thing. This is the thing I've been waiting. This is the idea. This is the business that is going to be my business. And I thought that I would continue working for that digital magazine for, in my head, it was like, okay, you'll work for this magazine for three years while you build the podcast on the side. And by then you'll be ready to take the podcast full time. And that will be the business. Of course, life happens and you make plans and things never, ever work out how you think that they're going to, but somehow they always work out how they're supposed to. So I actually lost my job at the end of last year, prior to the pandemic, prior to a lot of people losing their jobs in 2020. It was completely out of nowhere, did not expect it at all, still really don't have an explanation for why. I personally think it had a lot to do with launching my podcast and there being some sort of conflict of interest, but who knows? I don't think I'll ever really know the answer to that, but I was forced out on my own. I had no choice. I had no plan going into a year where there was not a lot of jobs available there. I really just didn't have that option. And luckily I didn't because I just went straight into taking on my own clients and full force focus on the podcast. Thankfully, I had the podcast to keep me sane and had me feeling like I had something to put my creative energy into or had some reason to wake up in the morning and work towards something because it really was a very difficult four or five months trying to get things off the ground. Thankfully, I have a very supportive, significant other, and he was just, I, I literally was at dinner with him last week and got emotional because I was like, I'm in a place right now where I'm crushing it. Like not to, I mean, you know, I, I'm proud of myself. I think I should be able to say that. And mm -hmm. I cannot believe what this year has brought to me. I'm so much happier with my own clients. I'm making almost double what I was making before. I'm just proud of the work that I'm doing. I'm proud of how hard I was able to work to create what I created this year. And I appreciate, I, I really, I want to give credit to him because in the beginning of this year, I really was like, I want to go work at Nordstrom. I can't do this. I, mm. I always knew I could go do that. And he really pushed me and he was like, no, this is what you want. Go do it. I got us. We're good. This is what you need to do for yourself. And I'm just so grateful because I don't know if, all this would have happened if he hadn't done that. So I'm now at this point, I'm a digital media consultant. I'm managing social media, social media management for brands and small businesses. I do like influencer management for small businesses. I have the podcast. I'm about to launch a digital course with my mom. There's five digital courses. They're all parenting classes that my mom has been teaching for 50 years or 20 years, not 50, mm -hmm. <laughs> 20 years. And we're about to launch that in January. I have some other exciting stuff I'm working on. And I'm, yeah, so that's where I'm at. I guess that's the trajectory of my career. <laughs> I'm really loving this conversation, aren't you? But I want to talk to those of you who want to go deeper. We all attended school at some time. Maybe you're attending school right now. But inside those schools are teachers that have the responsibility to teach certain courses 
But what they don't teach is really the most important thing in life, self-discovery. You know the self-discovery that would help us know what we are supposed to do in a career, and also that self-discovery on how we're supposed to make an income to really take care of our families. Well, I decided a long time ago, it's time for me to share what I know so I can help somebody with a step-by-step process that anybody can follow. I created a digital downloadable course called Your Gift is Your Niche because people were asking me all the time, Patricia, what's my niche? And I'd always say, your gift is your niche. So now I created a course called yourgiftisyourniche.com and I spell niche with an N-I-C-H-E And in this very affordable, life-changing course, I walk you through very simple exercises. They'll not only help you find your unique gifts, but they'll also show you how to monetize your talents and skills. You know, the ones you came into this world with. I'm so glad I created something that I don't don't think, I know it's going to be able to help you in your self-discovery journey because it's a simple six-hour course with action sheets that support everything that I'm saying in the course. And you also get my wonderful book, What Should I Be When I Grow Up Now That I'm 40, 50, 60. That's going to help you also with different exercises in that book. I'm also glad I made it into an, what I call an SPL course. That's a self-paced learning because we all learn in different ways and at different times. I cannot wait for you to get to know the most important person in your life that's you. So go to yourgiftisyourniche.com, N-I-C-H-E, and if this page speaks to you, then seriously, invest in you. It's time to claim your destiny. Now let's get back to the conversation. That's wonderful. What a great story. And you know, once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur, Taylor. And so I'm very surprised. I know exactly why you lost that job. I mean, do you want me yeah. to tell you? Go because ahead. I'd love a... to hear it, Patricia. Okay. <laughs> Here it is. Because you're an entrepreneur. And that's the universe knocking on your door saying, why are you doing that for that other company? Tell me again why you're building something for them. Yeah, for sure. Not I always... why. I was saying, I think the universe sends you pebbles. And if you don't listen to the pebbles, it sends you a boulder. And that was my boulder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When especially when something like that comes from out from nowhere, you know, owning a, a recruiting firm for so many years there in Phoenix, it was really sad for me to watch these people because, of course, they didn't have a job or they were trying to make a career move by the time they walked into my office. And I always felt so bad for them because they just look like a deer in headlights. You know, oh, my gosh, I lost my job. It's the most important thing in the world. I'll never find one like it. No, because you're going to find something better. But I would never talk to anybody about being an entrepreneur unless I really knew they, they had this ongoing thing from when they were a child. Because you can't help it when you're an entrepreneur. You have to be out on your own. So good for your your boyfriend is that is, that, is he your yeah, boyfriend? He's my, he's my boyfriend. Yes. Okay. Good for him. Yay yeah. for him. Yeah. yeah. So so now I want to go back to the fact that you're a digital media consultant. Mm-hmm. Now, d- does that mean that would you go on for a person and actually post in Facebook? Yeah. Oh, you so do. I do. I I. I could just say I'm a social media manager, but I also just do consulting for brands too. So I I wasn't really even really sure what to call myself. So that's what I landed on because I basically will consult on any aspect of like building a brand online. 
Okay. So, you know, like email marketing, social media, just content and posting, you know, just the actual posting on social, sharing your voice online, creating your brand message, just all of the things that um, have to do with your brand being shown online and put out to people online. But yes, I do actual, I will do posting for like, I'll create the content that goes on someone's Instagram. I schedule the content. I write the captions. I engage with people on social through those people's accounts, all of the actual in the, in the field work too. Mm, But I, I, that was what encompassed everything that I do. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you why you're crushing it. (laughs) Once again, I'm like, I I feel like I'm looking at a crystal ball talking to you. No, I love that. (laughs) But the reason you're crushing it is because the number one thing that every single client of mine is looking for is social media marketing. They all are. And they're missing, they're missing it. They're literally missing that piece of the pie because they don't want to go on Facebook and talk about business when everybody else is talking about their children. Mm -hmm. And so you must have some kind of a wonderful, I would say, newsy item around that on how they should do that and feel comfortable doing it. Is that what you help them with? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of more what I'm pivoting towards. So I think like long-term, it's not my goal to just be managing people's Instagram accounts and creating, you know, finding photos and creating graphics. That's not like my ultimate goal. I think ultimately I'd like to be in a place where I'm, I'm basically coaching and helping people feel comfortable with that process because I feel like that is what blocks people from Oh, it is. From moving into the digital space. Like this yeah. is where we're going. This is how business works now. If you're not on social media, your business doesn't exist to mm-hmm. our to millennials. It doesn't exist. If I can't mm-hmm. go find you on Instagram or I can't mm-hmm. go find you somewhere in on social media, your 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 business is, doesn't exist to me. So but I think that if you're not used to that and you've like you've created, you developed a business and you've grown a business prior to social media, it's very, and even if you haven't, I think even people my age that I forget that people my age aren't as immersed in social media as I am. It's, it's really nerve wracking to put Mm -hmm. yourself out on social media, especially because people want to follow people. They don't want to follow a brand. They want to feel like a brand or a business is a human being, like a person Mm -hmm. that they're actually interacting with. And so a lot of that requires the, the brand like founder to be involved in the content and to put their face forward in the content. And that is not an easy thing to do. I mean, you go from being a business owner to being like a, a personality and that's not what a lot of people sign up for when it comes to business, but mm-hmm. that's the reality. So I'd love to be more on the side of like helping people get comfortable with that, coaching people on how to do that and communicate authentically and share their brand in a way that actually connects with people. Yeah, so open up another bank account because yeah. that is that is one big needed area for sure. Yeah, I, you I'm know, moving I, into that in the new year, Patricia. Good, good, because it's so needed. I'll just keep sending people to you because it really holds me back. And I'll, I'll get, just give you this one example. I had somebody pay me $50,000 to work with her for six months. Mm-hmm. And do you know that at the end of the six months, she still wouldn't push send for emails. She still wouldn't go out on social media. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't do Facebook live. She just couldn't do anything because she was frozen. Mm -hmm. And the reason she was frozen is because it was all about her self-confidence and her Mm self-esteem. And that's, that's really where you're going to be able to really help people. Yeah. Trusting themselves Mm -hmm. is I, I want, and like, and honing in on what their like unique voice and their unique gifts are. Right. 
that's, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm super into that stuff. So Taylor, I know what your answer is going to be, but well, I think I do. Tell me if you could just share a tangible tool that people could walk away from this podcast and utilize because it helped you grow your business so much. One, can I do multiple? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So an actual like tool tool, like, like a digital tool that's helped me a lot in my business, which is not a lot of back explanation on it. It literally just made my life easier is I found Calendly. Have you ever heard of Calendly? Yes. It's wonderful. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. So I, I was spending so much time organizing when like meetings with people and especially like with a podcast, you're, I'm scheduling interviews with like multiple people at a time and it was sucking up so much mm -hmm. of my time. So Calendly has completely changed that for me. I basically just have all these buckets and I send them a link and they schedule it and it pops up on my calendar and it creates a Zoom link and done, we're done. So that's mm -hmm. like one that's just kind of like a tangible thing. And then the other thing, which kind of in a way explains what I'm moving into in the new year is, have you heard of human design? No. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's a little bit like astrology. It's based off of your, your birth chart. And it's a, basically a map of your energetic DNA. And I found out about human design probably three years ago and have been studying it since then. And it has been, it's basically like helps you learn how to make this or how you're designed to make decisions, how you're designed, like a lot of um, insights into how you're designed to like work with people. It's a good way to figure out and hone in on your unique gifts, like what you came to this, you know, universe planet to do. And it has helped me so immensely in, you know, like getting on the path of least resistance towards where I want to go for myself and kind of trusting myself more, trusting in my own intuition rather than relying on other people's opinions or thoughts about what I should do with my life. And I'm actually getting certified to be a human design reader and I'm going to be moving into coaching and utilizing human design as a tool for people in the new year because it has been such a helpful tool for me. So I don't know if that's necessarily the kind of tool that you were looking for, but I always think that it's so valuable. Any tool that can help you understand yourself better mm -hmm. is, is an incredible tool. And if it, it's something that like for me, it was human design that I'm most attracted to. Wonderful. No, that's a really good tip because people especially people listening to this podcast, when passion meets profit, they are truly looking for any kinds of advice that people can give them because many of them are really out there thinking, I really, just like you were Taylor at one time, mm -hmm. I really want to go out on my own, but I'm terrified. So I'm going to cling to this job. That's what you did. You were clinging to that. Yeah. But then look at what you started doing, kind of spinning off to do a podcast. Not too many people <laughs> do that. And so there you go. That's that's your life in a nutshell. Well, I have eight things that I want to share okay. with everybody for my golden nuggets that I got. Eight uh, golden nuggets? I'm so excited. <laughs> eight golden nuggets. And all I was looking for were three. So there you go. Wow. Overachiever over here. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, be curious and go deeper with your conversations. Mm -hmm. And I really, I, I love that about you because I even say this in my introduction that I have these rich, deep conversations with people. I don't want to just, well, what did you do then? And what's it like there today? And I just don't want to do it that way, you know, yeah. but, and number two, and this is really applies to you once an entrepreneur, 
always an entrepreneur. And Agreed. so you, you will never work for anybody else for the rest of your life. And no, I don't, I know, if I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Number three, work at something you at least have some interest in. You know, I, I really have to say on this one, because I liked it when you said, you know, you had I had to have some interest in the social media aspect of it and the marketing aspect, because otherwise you're you could be building a business that you hate someday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a good one. Number four, work. Sometimes things work out to being how they are supposed to. Yeah. And that's what you said about your losing your job. Not a good feeling, but that's true. And then sometimes when you are, when you lose something, you're forced to go out on your own. And I like that one because you did say the word forced and I'm glad you got forced period. Oh, so you can... I was fully forced and I'm mm -hmm. so happy that I was. Yeah. And number six, support is so important. And that's, that's your boyfriend for you right now. Just major support in that area. Number seven, if you aren't on social media, you aren't in business. That was huge to me. Mm -hmm. That was probably your biggest golden nugget. And then the last one is, and I, I really agree with you. I finally got onto Cal, Calendly myself, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I did it myself because of exactly what you were saying. And I fought that for a long time thinking I'm losing the personal touch by doing this, but it's so much more efficient to do it mm -hmm. that way. So much more efficient, especially because like you can have those conversations of, oh, I'd love to meet with you. I'd love to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. Here's the link. And you avoid like three to five more emails. Yeah, that's exactly right. So do you have any golden nuggets that I didn't mention? I feel like you hit them all. And Go I think the, all I would end it to is that just knowing yourself, I think the more you know yourself, the more you understand yourself better. Mm -hmm. I think that is what understanding myself, understanding my strengths and learning to trust myself is what I feel like gave me, when I entered into this year, I had done so much work on that, that when this year, when I lost the job, there wasn't a lot of fear. It was a lot of trust and I knew it was the right thing for me. And, but I had done the work leading up to that. So if you don't have the job, if you, or if you don't have the business idea, if you don't know what that thing is, but you do know that you want to get there, Focus on just understanding yourself, learning, like learning about yourself and just honing your skills so that when the time comes, you'll be ready. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the most and I can say this because I've interviewed so many different successful people and the most successful people know and understand themselves to the core of who they are. And so when I wrote Discovery in Your Core, I had to really study the successful people and every one of them, they know what they're good at and they know what they're not good at. Mm -hmm. And they just force them, themselves, you know, ahead, just pick themselves up. They fail just like all the rest of us do, but they pick themselves up and take off as fast, much faster than somebody okay. that's not successful. And that's you. There you go. Agreed. I can't thank you enough, Taylor Gruy, for being here and tell people how they can get in touch with you. I'm on Instagram at Tay Gruy. So it's T-A-Y-G-R-E-W-E. On TikTok, same thing. I love TikTok. It's so much fun. And then also you can find my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. And it's called Unreasonable Enthusiasm. 
I love that name. That's so cool. <laughs> unreasonable enthusiasm. Make sure you oh. listen to Patricia's episode on unreasonable enthusiasm. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I was on that. And I, I loved the title of it at that time, too. Yeah. So it's Tay Gruy, T-A-Y-G-R-E-W-E on Instagram, correct? Yep. Perfect, Taylor. Thank you so much for being here. I just loved every minute of it. And I told you, audience, that you would love meeting her. <laughs> I appreciate you. Until we meet again. Thank you. We all have the same amount of time given to us each and every day. Thank you so much for sharing your precious time with me today. Please join us in our free Facebook group. It's called When Passion Meets Profit. This is a safe place for all of us to have meaningful conversations beyond this podcast. Until we meet again, it's Patricia Noel Drain.